0: Hello Anka family, happy new episode. I'm supposed to be getting into a series called the Relationship Series, So, but because it's Women's Month, I thought we could start it off with something that is so dear to most, most women and that is the gift of friendship. So many people have a various definition for friendship and various basis of who qualifies to be called a friend. Well, a friend is defined in this episode as a person with whom one has a bond of mutual affection and typically one exclusive of sexual or family relations. And when we refer to scripture, the Bible has over 30 scriptures that talk about friendship and how friends should relate. But I've picked on three and that is the friendship between God and Abraham, the friendship between Jonathan and David and the friendship between Jesus and Lazarus. So the Bible in about three scriptures refers to abraham as a friend of god and it's important that we understand the qualities of their friendship we pick that there was communication between abraham and god as the bible records instances where god spoke to abraham or abraham heard god saying or abraham spoke to god saying and there was faithfulness abraham was faithful to his relationship with god that certain things he did not even reveal to his wife that god had instructed him and there was love between abraham and god there was openness because we we realize that those are an instance where God says, I cannot keep this from my servant Abraham. And so he revealed certain things that he was going to do unto Abraham. And Abraham was ready to sacrifice for God. He spent time with God and respected God. And because he spent time with God, he learned how God was and what he liked and didn't like. Between Jonathan and David, we learn it's personally one of my favorite friendships in the Bible. We learn that a good friendship involves shared principles and values, honesty, trust love it was a friendship of equals bible says jonathan loved david as himself he never at any point saw david to be lower than him despite him coming from a royal household Jonathan pushed David towards his assignment. There was respect and there was sincerity. They did not envy each other. They understood each other and the seasons they were both in. Jonathan genuinely loved David despite the fact that if you think about it there was nothing that David could offer Jonathan because this was a royal a royal son you know. He had everything that he needed at the palace but Jonathan did not expect anything in return and he willingly and selflessly loved David and offered help to him. It shows love loyalty in season and out of season there are people that you lose in certain seasons because they are not loyal to you it shows commitment that even when jonathan died david remembered jonathan's kindness and took care of jonathan's child there was also sacrifice because we learned that at one point jonathan took his royal robe and gave it to david the relationship between jesus and lazarus shows the friendship is not self-seeking but also it should bring glory to god and to be in agreement or rather be in one accord as friends despite being told that his friend had died jesus wept firstly because he knew his friend was going to die but he also knew that the power and glory of god needed to be seen in a resurrected lazarus and so he honored god first above his friend and he waited two days and lazarus i'm sure i'm made to believe understood why his friend did what he had done secondly um Since we're learning about friendship and reading these stories, if there's a word I don't take lightly, it's the word friendship. I just don't call anyone my friend. I took time to ask my circle of people who a friend is to them and what friendship means. You can't call everyone your friend. Your workmates are not your friends. Your church mates are not your friends. The people you go to the same gym class with are not your friends. They are people you know, they are acquaintances. Some of them are your connections for a short while. business partners your potential investors or your destiny helpers but they are not your friends until they have built a relationship with you to the point where you are comfortable with these people and can safely call them your friends based on the principles we are going to share and they have proven themselves to you you see the mistake that we make is that we place each person we meet in the same box or we place all our friendships in the same box we have church mates we talk church stuff and share sermons and we can be open to them about spiritual issues and it ends there can you let them into your home though can you let them in into what is really going on with you can you let them into your social space and open up about other struggles without feeling judged or they won't understand that is not your friend that is your churchmate we have work people that we spend all our work hours with and share what um and share what we can at work but they are not people that you call when you have an illness or you need emergency money they are not people that you tell your personal stuff uh to outside of work some of us tend to overshare we to create blurred boundary lines. It's important to understand each person that has come into your life and their role or your role in their life because some people are brought into your life so that you can help them or so they can help you. Have you ever sat down to ask God what role you should play in someone's life or why you met the people that you met? Each person that you meet is for a purpose. Your friends are those that have access to you all around. They just don't know an aspect of you. They know you know you and what you allow them to know about you. Your friends are those that have your back. They have an access to you like no other person. I just want you to take an inventory of your circle today. As you check your circle, ask yourself if your friends are loyal to you. By this, I mean that no matter where they are or what happens, they remain loyal to you. No matter who is after your life, they understand the person that you are and they have your back regardless because they know you and who you really are. They will not fold. They stay loyal to you even when everyone is against you. It doesn't matter how excited they get because some of us tend to get excited in the presence of other people or with things that we forget where our loyalty lies. But a true friend sticks closer than a brother. It's also important to check whether you share the same values and principles with your friends. Do you believe in the same things in terms of principles and values? Because if you don't, this becomes a point of conflict. You don't have to agree on everything, but principles and values is very important because even in counsel, your friend will remind you of what your values are. I know people who say oh she's my friend and yeah she's crazy and she does all these things that I don't agree with but she's my friend. I once shared to say when found in a situation where you need to check when found in a situation like that you need to check your weight against the battle your friend has and how much time you spend together because if two rotten tomatoes can cause the entire box to go bad then there's a high possibility one friend with bad morals and loose values can corrupt you that's not to say hate on people that are not up there with you spiritually but it's a wake up call because bible says two cannot walk together unless they agree and there's also a bemba proverb that says oh that is when you move with someone who is who has a stomach ache, you also get a stomach ache. And if you don't share the same principles and the same values, then how are you walking and how are you growing? But my prayer is that if a person that is sick can transfer sickness, then can you be able to transfer healing to a person that is sick? I think I echoed that in another episode and it would be great because even when your friend falls from grace, you'll be able to lift them up and remind them of who they are. So why are some of your friends so comfortable doing certain things around you? Why does it make you uncomfortable to pray or talk about faith around them but they are not uncomfortable doing certain things around you? You hide your faith but in order so that you can fit in. You shrink so that you can accommodate date your friends there's things that you see there are conversations that you have with god even about your friends that you cannot share with them because you have a fear that they won't understand there is a problem there then because you're not sharing the same values and principles um you remember we said a friend knows all angles of you and embraces them then, can your friend be trusted? Do you feel safe around them? Are you are they your safe space? As people, we seem to naturally be trusting of people, especially when they are nice to us, but trust is something people earn and cannot easily be given out. Can you trust your friend with your life? David trusted Jonathan with his life, despite the fact that De- Jonathan's father is the one that was after David. This is because Jonathan proved that even when it came down to the wire, he had David's back. I also want to take it to destiny. Jonathan understood David's destiny and assignment that... When his father tried to stop it, he would not let him because he knew where his friend was going and where he needed to be. Uh, He did not become a stumbling block in his way just because he felt he deserved to be better than him. Remember the throne Jonathan's father was fighting for was going to make Jonathan the next king but he understood that it was not his time and it was his friend's time. Your friend understands when it's your season and they support you in it regardless. Your friend understands your different angles and strengths and embraces them. They push you to shine in your season get you a friend you can trust with praying for you and protecting your destiny get you an accountability partner in a friend that you can trust to bring out the best in you and guard your secrets with their life there's a tendency of people differing and any small misunderstanding you find a whole video and voice notes of their friends secrets and i don't mean small issues i mean deep issues that can deeply hurt a person's reputation or family but you hear their so-called friends spilling all the tea that is not friendship they were never friends even when you grow apart Be the better friend and keep your friend's story and cheer them on when you can. Are they, are your friends committed to you? Is another question. This is. Not only um, you're the one. Uh, you're not the only one that is pulling the weight. You are there when they need you to be. You are at every function. You make every call and so on. But when it's time to reciprocate, they are not available. You don't have to talk every day, but when the big moments come, when when you you really need a friend, they are present and it may not be physically, but you know they are present. That's commitment. You know that person you can always call upon, regardless of the locations that you're both in. They will be there for you. I have friends who call me uh, from different locations. Just to say, T, I have been praying for you and it's my love language. If you know me, that makes me so happy and I feel so blessed when that happens and my heart is full. Next, does your friend challenge you and add value to your life? My sister put out a post some time back and she was asking what you have noticed change about your life since you met some people and whether you have noticed any value they add to your life or that you add to theirs. Have you ever taken an inventory of what value you have added to your friend's life? Have they become a better person? Have you become a better person? Are you both growing? It's important to understand seasons and draws people have come to play because they are people you know who came to usher you into a season or connect you to an answer prayer they are not your friends they are destiny helpers but they're just passing through for a specific assignment but you insist on holding on to them and you miss it because at some point the relationship becomes a burden or it becomes endless and you both stop going in that friendship on the challenge part it's that you need a friend that can call you out and rebuke you in your best interest Honest talk is a dread of many people, but a good and genuine friend will not be afraid to tell you, to let you hear it. You also need a friend that can challenge you out of your comfort zone for your own benefit. A friend who sees the potential in you and brings it out. Are there people around you pushing you to do better? Are they challenging you or you are all so comfortable at the same level and you don't want anybody that comes in your circle who is a challenge to you. But that should encourage you because it will be an aim for you to do better than where you are. Basically, this is a call to check your circle, check your human capital. Your human capital is an investment, not just for you, but for your children too. What type of people will surround your children? I know we have family, but when we are gone, we, our children will still need people that they can run to who think like us. David asks if there's anyone left in the house of Saul so, so that he can reward them. But he does this most importantly for Jonathan, or rather his relationship with Jonathan. As you check yourself, are you also trying and making all efforts to be a safe space for the people around you and your relationships? We have a lot of people suffering inside and being broken from within, yet they are surrounded by so many people who they apparently call friend. Friendship is intimacy. And I've heard intimacy being described as into me, see. It's not just about having a human diary that you can call and tell all your secrets to or or call to every meeting and every birthday and take cute pictures for the gram. Friendship is intimacy. Your friend sees into you. They have access to the vulnerable sides of you that you cannot let anyone else know. Your friend knows your insecurities and they don't use them against you. Your friend knows your silent cries and comforts you without letting anyone know you're down. Your friend guards your weaknesses. Your friend really does life with you. The ups and the downs, they come and your friend is there with you and they put push you. that's why relationship coaches will say marry your best friend this is because or date your friend because there's a level of intimacy in friendship that a marriage or a relationship needs but that's for another episode and i hope you get what i mean uh so come on'm I'm, I'm just encouraging someone to to rise up to the challenge of friendship that it 's deeper than what we see that it 's beyond just calling each other and and sharing issues that it 's beyond just just taking pictures let 's be a brother or sister's keeper genuinely that it that friendship has a vision attached to it and friendship is orchestrated by God that friendship is destiny that friendship is is having a life partner as well we have covered the good aspects of of friendship this week and I can bet you I'm excited about this series so we'll be getting into the wrong company series next week by God's grace we're just gonna pray Heavenly Father we are grateful for the gift of friendship may you begin continue to reveal to us what friendship really is as we go on in the days may you minister to us what kind of friends we need to be to the different kinds of friends that we have may you continue opening our eyes to be able to see who is in our circle and the value we can add to their lives Heavenly Father, help us enjoy the gift of friendship in Jesus' name. Amen. Be blessed.